Welcome back, Pals of Green Gables. I'm your co-host, Alicia. And I'm your co-host, Nicole. And this is Gals of Green Gables, an Anna Green Gables podcast. This week, we'll be discussing chapters 20 to 24 of Anne of Avonlea. I had to cover your face to do that. <laughs> yeah, it's, um, we're, it, we might have the giggles through this one. So how are you, Alicia? I'm good. <laughs> I have to think about that. I'm good. I, time passes in a blur. I don't know what's happening. I think also some of that's the time of night. Uh, it's, oh my god, it's not even nine o'clock. <laughs> it feels like midnight. Uh, it's been good. It's been incredibly hot here. Yeah. In Nova Scotia. Yeah, I've heard that. I think it's been similar heat-wise to what it is out here, except that's not right for Nova Scotia. No, it's been really hot here. I spent a lot of time at the beach. Yeah. Luckily, the house I'm at most of the day is so cold with air conditioning. I wear a sweater there. Nice. So it's a... It's always strange coming back out to reality in the hot, hot apartment. Yeah. Oh, no, I don't. Luckily, my apartment up here has air conditioning. It's not com- It's not that common to have air conditioning in Nova Scotia. Yeah, I do not have air conditioning and I live in an upstairs apartment. Yeah. I even remember like in... I think I've talked... We've talked about this on the podcast before. I lived in a old converted jail in my last year of university so like you think of very drafty and like chilly and everything's concrete it was so hot it would get so hot in the summer mm-hmm. I'd also have frost on the inside of my windows in the winter <laughs> that was the big jail I had I had my mom had the brilliant idea to get me a feather duvet before I went off to university um and that I think saved my life a couple of nights in that apartment uh because I I would have the feather duvet on in every blanket I owned um but it was yeah I'm not making it sound like a good apartment it was an awesome apartment I have no regrets about it it was a cool apartment living in the jail was neat I didn't live there (laughs) but you guys living in the jail was cool I was thinking today how last summer the kids I babysit we like walked past the courthouse and they're asking what it was I was explaining it to them and then I was like oh fun fact like that building behind it my friends live in there it's the old jail like it was a jail and now there's apartments there my friends live there however which i thought was a fun story however they then went and told their parents that my friends live in jail (laughs) which isn't what you want no not as the babysitter (laughs) no oh yeah Lucia told me about my her her friends that lived in jail today (laughs) (laughs) yeah and then dropped off at your house one time so I was explaining to the mom I was like yes this is not they they knew the kids were misunderstanding (laughs) fun times with kids how are you doing Nicole um I'm doing well I've been as I feel like I say on every podcast 
fairly busy, um, but that's all good. Um, I went out a couple weeks ago. I don't think I told this story on the last podcast, though. I went out to a trivia night with some of the other people from my program, um, except there had been, it was our first time to this trivia night, and it was at like a local brewery. And there had been a mistake on the Instagram um, post about the trivia night. And we should have known because it said to show up at 746. That's trivia. We're very literal people. We're all in science PhDs. So we showed up for 746. And apparently it had started at 7. And it was just <laughs> a mistake on their Instagram story. So... <laughs> We um, showed up and we had missed the first like four, I think it was four of 10 rounds, but that was fine. Like we just played um, and had fun. It was 90s music trivia Um, for the listeners on our podcast. I was born in 1999. So like, it's not really my best er era of music for to be asked about in trivia. Uh, So found it a little hard, but it was fun. But we ended up, as a result of missing the first 40% of the trivia, coming dead last (laughs) um, in the points, which is fine, except they have a consolation prize for dead last. So we actually ended up getting a prize, and it was a sticker, like one of the stickers you can put on, like, your laptop. I have it on my my iPad now, and it says... As my great great grandmother used to say, sucks to suck. <laughs> and it's holographic. It's okay. beautiful. I love it. Sounds like great. Yeah, so that was the exciting, exciting point in my week. I can tell you're busy when you stop responding to the TikToks they sent you. Because usually you value that a lot. I and do. That's a top priority. Um, so when you don't individually comment on every single one of the many TikToks they send you in a day I know you're very busy (laughs) yes yeah no it was uh um it's just like it's the last week of term and I have a lot of TAing responsibilities this semester so it just it's um as I'm sure lots of people because lots of people um teach in various capacities um know that the last week you have a lot of stuff to get in especially when you're the person in the class that's responsible for all of the grading so though I shouldn't be complaining to a teacher I know you haven't done a lot of teaching yet but I haven't done a lot of grading yet I'm scared (laughs) yeah okay looking at the notice board here and next to the pictures I've pinned of Colin Firth with a heart around him. I'm seeing that we're taking another break. <laughs> it's become our thing. Yeah, we we were um, talking to Peyton briefly, or I, I was talking to Peyton briefly before the last podcast about how being 22, and I'm sure up to like 25, maybe even later than that, like you just feel like a bit of a disaster and there's a lot of things happening in your life all at once. And that's kind of what's happened to us this summer. Yeah. 
we we are not going to be able to just for the next month we're hoping to in september stick to a super regular podcasting schedule yeah where we're posting on the same day we um so some of the things we've got going on in the next few weeks is i am going back to name redacted for a week to see my family and to see alicia that's why she's going of course the main reason fully yeah um and then alicia is um got a bunch of work stuff happening the week after and then she has to move name redacted which apparently is oh, I shouldn't say where I'm <laughs> she has to move to somewhere in Nova Scotia just a sec <laughs> and then Alicia has to move for her new teaching job which is difficult yeah it will only have a lot of time to record or edit there might be some surprise opportunities in there and we, we haven't planned this very well because I haven't actually been back that long. We can't, re- we would, I would have suggested recording ahead of time so I could get some editing done before then. Nicole leaves in a few days. <laughs> so, we, yeah. and then I go right into the work stuff where I will not get a chance to record. So, it's unfortunate. Yeah. But it, it is what it is. We'll, we'll eventually, we'll eventually finish this book. We're very committed to doing this podcast, just not regularly for the next month yeah if we planned it better we would have finished the book before then but it all snuck up on us it really did okay so are we ready to get into the book absolutely okay so in chapter 20 marilla dora and davy are away for the day Anne is alone in the house doing chores Anne, in an effort to get rid of her freckles, goes down to the pantry to get her special home remedy to put on her nose. In the middle of her chores, Priscilla and Mrs. Morgan show up unexpectedly. Anne has nothing on for dinner and later realizes that instead of her freckle cream, she put red dye from the pantry on her nose. Despite the bad start, the lunch goes well, and Anne and Diana are very impressed with Mrs. Morgan. This chapter, to me, had Anne of Green Gables vibes. Yeah, I enjoyed all of these chapters quite a bit. There weren't any um, filler chapters I found. Yeah. Yeah, the, the shenanigans, the accidents, it's all very little Anne. Yes. Yeah, I did find because my my first note on this chapter is, uh, and I think I was reading it, the first bit of this chapter is, as it seems like the first bit of all chapters, just Marilla and Anne uh, trying to teach Davy stuff. And it was getting fairly, we had talked about before, we're finding the book like kind of preachy, like, um, We're finding the book pretty preachy. And the first bit of this chapter, I was like, oh no, I'm in for another four preachy chapters. But then it like totally turned around and it was awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because we started, I've, I've like some things from the first few pages. 
they're trying to, as you said, convince Davy to be good. Show him the right path. And Davy, at first, he's going on about Mr. Harrison. He's going to go help Mr. Harrison. And he's saying how Mr. Harrison is an awful kind man. He's real sociable. And that's who he looks up to. And that's who he aspires to be when he grows up. Mr. Harrison is the town grump. <laughs> and that's who they to for manners and politeness and like being sociable. <laughs> it's very, very fitting. Sometimes people find role models in weird places. <laughs> oh dear. Do you think it's cute though that Mr. Harrison like is having in having Davy help him with chores though mm-hmm. like I, I know that that's probably something like he just needs a boy to help out but I feel like there are lots of boys that are older than Davy they need to do something to occupy that child they do they do but I just think it's sweet considering Mr. Harrison seems to be like somebody who's not super into like having children mm-hmm. around with them um that he would have Davy help him pull uh, Dulce, which I'm not sure is Dulce a common thing everywhere else. I don't know what it is. Okay, so uh, I I did make a note of it because I wasn't sure. I d- didn't want to um, like it. It's definitely a common food in the Maritimes, and it's probably a common food in the eastern states. Is or not eastern? Yes, like the east coast of the states. Yeah. Yeah, by the ocean. That's it. That's that's the direction. Um, but Dulce is just dried seaweed. Oh, oh, I think I did. I have heard it called that. Yeah, because I remember my dad bringing it back one time when he went to Nova Scotia. Yeah, I feel like most commonly, I don't really like it that much. Because um, it's not, if from what I remember, and I haven't eat it, eaten it a whole lot, I just see it. But, like, if you think of the seaweed that's used in, like, sushi, which I think is the seaweed that most people are used to, it's not like that at no. all. It's, like, like it's, kind of like a dark red or purple, right? Yeah, and it's really thick. Yeah. Um, but I think people would have it salted, usually, and yep. you would eat kind of, like, chips. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I remember my dad bringing back, and he was like, this is delicious. And he didn't really explain what it was. And like seven-year-old Alicia trusted him and went right for it and it was very very salty yeah yeah because you've got the ocean salt and then I, they put a little more more on it just for fun mm-hmm. yeah. just quickly <laughs> before we move on and this will probably get it out but you having your little mix-up with the coasts which I do all the time um reminded me today I was playing with the four-year-old and he, out of nowhere, we weren't talking about it. He was like, oh, I want to see the Atlantic Ocean. And I was like, buddy, you can. It's it's right there. Look out the window. There's the Atlantic Ocean. <laughs> and he was like, no, that's not it. I was like, that is literally the Atlantic Ocean in your backyard. You see it every day. You can see it from your bedroom window. I just thought that was funny. I wish I, I could see the Atlantic it's Ocean. like that... Like, because the way he said that, whether it's 
it, and it's probably because he's quite young, is that he just doesn't think it's the Atlantic Ocean. But just the way that story was told also leaves the possibility that it's like he he's kind of like, um, no, this the what I'm seeing out there it can't be the Atlantic because it's not what I expect the Atlantic to be. Maybe that's what it is. He's very confused about geography. I haven't heard him say this recently, but last summer, um, you can see, I think it's Cape Breton, maybe like Harvard Bushy. Is that in Cape Breton? Yeah, her. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's what you can see from their backyard. He always has this. Sorry, we have to stop that. That needs to be cut because it is not in Cape Breton. It's right before Cape Breton. Sorry. What is it? You can't see Cape Breton, though. Oh, God. What's the one right across? You say it all. Oh, Port Hood. You can see Port Hood. Okay, well, it's probably Port Hood he's seeing. He insists it's England. (laughs) He insists it is England. (laughs) That's what everyone says. Port Hood, just like London, England. Oh, yeah. They call call Port Hood the Europe of Canada. (laughs) Um, I have another note about this. Yeah, go ahead. So what I have flagged is the moment after Anne is saying Davy is handsome, but he also needs to match that with like his behavior and being good. And then Davy's bringing up how someone called Minnie Mae ugly and Anne was saying she can make up for her looks by being like loving and kind and stuff like that. And Davy's like, seems like you just have to behave no matter how you look. And Marilla says, don't you want to be good, Davy? Asked Marilla, who had learned a great deal, but had not yet learned the futility of asking such questions. <laughs> and I really liked that, because, yeah, that's, like, the kind of stuff they, they're saying the whole book. Oh, she yeah. needs to learn now. Dave never wants to be good. That's not on his agenda. He'll try for Anne. But yeah. that's, that's not what Davey's about. No. Yeah. No, the... the narrator of this book like I I don't know a whole lot about narration styles but the like little comments on things like that are always so funny yes because I like on the page before too I flagged for alas Marilla had stooped to the evil habit of bribing people to be good yeah (laughs) and I liked that too so Anne has this whole day planned while the things she's gonna do while everyone's out of the house and that's so relatable Oh, yeah. I'm really bad, too, for planning all of the things I'm going to do once I'm done work. Hmm. And then I get home and I'm, like, exhausted. Yeah. And want to do none of them. I don't have that many more notes for this chapter. Neither do I. I mean, they show up. She looks a mess. I feel bad for her. That's also funny. Yeah. I like the moment where Diana's saying, like, your nose, your nose is what we're staring at. I can't believe Priscilla didn't. At least, like, gesture? gesture? Yeah. Or, like, say, maybe Anne, would, you should go look in a mirror or something. Like, that's yeah. not a good... But they do say at the end of the chapter that they probably had a better time because they weren't so overprepared. Yeah, it all seemed to turn out well with, like, the food or anything. Because a big problem is she has no food in the house. Yeah. Do we remember what happened to Davy? I kind of expected he would 
play some part in this. But what what became the? He went to go help Mr. Harrison. Oh, but he didn't come back for lunch. I I don't think so. Uh, I guess Mr. Harrison is feeding lunch now. Okay. Well, I just thought Anne had said, "Oh, it's just me and Davy. We'll just have whatever it was." Yeah. I get. I guess he didn't. He wasn't. I, I was waiting. I was waiting for something else to go wrong. Yeah, but it seemed to go okay. That's nice. She needs to win every once in a while. And I mean, there yeah. there was enough at the beginning of it of the visit. The first thing I was thinking about was that that I thought would go wrong is that Mrs. Morgan would be like really snobby, hmm. uh, but she she seemed very nice. And then I was thinking about Davy. I was like, I wonder what when Davy's going to show up, and. Um, mess things up but all was good yeah next chapter next chapter okay so chapter 21 in this chapter Anne and diana get lost in the woods on their way to visit a friend for tea they stumble upon the house of mrs lavender brown or sorry It's a Harry Potter character. Yeah. <laughs> what is her last name? Or do they just call her Lewis? Lewis. Jesus. <laughs> you said I really so wrote that down too. Because I usually read the chapters and then I write the summary directly after I read the chapter. Oh, okay. So Lavender Brown just seemed right in my head. But okay. In this chapter, Anne and Diana get lost in the woods on their way to visit a friend for tea. They stumble upon the house of Miss Lavender Lewis. Miss Lavender is considered quite odd by most of Avonlea, but she finds a kindred spirit, or but Anne finds her a kindred spirit, as she too has an active imagination. They stay for tea at Miss Mrs. Lewis or Miss Lewis's. And have a great time and promise to call on Miss Lavender again. Okay. Do you have anything to say about the little story at the beginning? Or are we getting right to Miss Lavender? Um, I think we're getting right to Miss Lavender. So I'm curious, what was your impression when they like came upon this house in the woods and they're describing it and describing her? What were you thinking? See, in my, if it, if it wasn't Anne of Avonlea, I would think there was something weird and magic about exactly. to go on. Yep, yeah, so did I. But then I was like, no, nothing like, like that, as far as I know. Like, it would be a big shock to me <laughs> if all of a sudden there was magic in Anne of Avonlea. But this whole chapter, I had a hard time getting away from the, and I don't know if it was intentional, but like, I don't want to say bad vibes, because it was all described as good, but the vibes of you need to get out of here. Exactly. That's what I felt too. I felt there were two different kind of things I thought could be going on. It had the vibes of like fairy tales that are like a warning to children, like Hansel and Gretel. Mm Mm-hmm. And then it also kind of felt like a horror movie. <laughs> yeah. Because, like, they they stumble upon this house in the woods that they weren't expecting. Because they don't even, don't they turn around at some point and go back? They don't mention it the first time they go by. 
No. And then they're saying, like, it looks like it's out of a dream, out of a storybook. And then they're describing her as kind of, like, almost looking magical. Like, I think they call, say, like, she and describes her as looking like a fairy or something. And then just her, like, demeanor, how she's, like, kind of childlike. And um, everything seems too perfect. And, like, and then the whole thing about the places already be, being set for them. Like, yeah. oh, we were That's expecting you to come it. to tea. Yeah. And then also, I don't know, like, those ones were the big ones. But something about the maid being called Charlotta the Fourth. Yes, and her whole vibe. Just, like. This is Charlotta the Fourth. Don't ask what happened to the other three Charlottas. Yeah. No, I had immediate bad vibes from Miss Lavender. I'm happy that at least so far, they they got out and all was No one's gotten murdered. No one's, like, eaten anything and then been enchanted to be, like, a servant for life or anything like that. So far. So far. But that's what I was expecting. The other little note I had about this is these girls get lost in the woods quite a bit for living in the most densely populated province in Canada. They do. Like, there's not a lot of... Because PEI is a very small island. Like, if, if, if Anne of Green Gables was set in Manitoba, I feel like they'd be lost in the woods more. But they're... And I know there'd be more woods on PEI back then than there is now, but there's not a lot of super dense woods on the island of PEI because it's mostly farmland. I'll go on with my next note. I've got another good quote that I don't think is used enough, maybe because people don't know this book. It's another like fall quote that people do uh, because Anne of Green Gables is full of them. September slipped by into a gold and crimson graciousness of October. Which I thought was quite nice. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes, that's near the beginning. I didn't flag anything for these chapters because I was on the beach when I read them. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I have to go back right before to the before the Miss Lavender. I just feel like we have to acknowledge that Dora is talking briefly in this chapter. Yeah. Um, Though she seems quite scared because her deskmate, the much older uh, Mirabelle, has seen a ghost and has told Dora about it. And Dora is very, very upset. Um, But I also liked... Uh, just a sec. Um, so they're they're ta- Dora's talking about how she's scared of this ghost, and then Anne, who is the school teacher, decides to talk to Mirabelle about not um, about not telling people or not scaring young children with ghost stories. Um, basic, basically, and then it says at the end of this paragraph that Mirabelle thought this very harsh. The Cottons had not much to boast of. How was she to keep up her prestige among her schoolmates if she was forbidden to make capital out of the family ghost? Perfect. Loved it. 
Anything else to say about Miss Lavender and their lunch with her? I don't think so, other than, like, the intensely creepy vibe. Yeah. All went good. Oh, and then just at the end, because I didn't mention it in my chapter summary, because uh, there is some, well, Miss Lavender used to be engaged to Paul's father. Yes. Um, and then at the end, Anne by mistake mentions that to Miss Lavender and her whole demeanor changed. That's where I thought the like weird magic was going to come out. <laughs> but I find it interesting that they're so similar like Paul sorry Paul Irving and like Anne Paul Irving and Miss Lavender are all very similar in their active imaginations mm-hmm. and I very stupidly I read these chapters very late last night in my head was like I wonder if something's going to be revealed that like um Paul Irving is actually like a secret like Miss Lavender's secretly the mother of Paul Irving, but that makes no sense. It could not work. If, if this was a man, there could be a secret father, though I don't think that would appear in an Anne of, Anne of Avonlea book. Yeah. But in my head, for a second, I was like, is there some connection here? And then I was like, there can't be. <laughs> yeah, that would make much sense. No. Okay. Let's do chapter three then. Or sorry, chapter 23. This is a very short chapter. Mm-hmm. Um, so in this chapter, Merlin and Anne discuss Miss Lavender while scolding Davy for misbehaving at the breakfast table. They also discuss how they will dread the day um, Davy and Dora's uncle sends for them. At the end of this chapter, they get a letter telling them that Davy and Dora's uncle has died, so they will be staying at Green Gables permanently. This chapter was just to get rid of the whole uncle problem. Yep. She had a plot point she needed to tie up, so she just murdered him. Yeah. He died of consumption. Poor guy. He did leave them some money, which solves, because, like, I've always been kind of wondering about the money problems, because yeah, they kind I know they addressed it a little bit at the end of the book with the selling of Green Gables and the rent and stuff, but they lost all of their live savings. And yeah, that's not addressing to live okay. But now they've got some money. So. I guess, like, I think at the end of the last book, wasn't Anne saying, like, someone was going to, like, rent their fields? Yeah, I think they do make... Something. Yeah, I think Mr. Barry was, so maybe he... They, like, made enough. They, yeah, they can make okay. enough. But... And then... Sorry, can you remind me, because Marilla says in this chapter that she didn't want to use Anne's money. Mm-hmm. The twins, and she wasn't sure how to, um, how she was going to pull it off. Because they don't have a lot of money. What, what Anne's money? Did Anne inherit any money? I think she just meant her teacher money. Oh, that, there it is. Like she didn't want Anne spending her paycheck on things for the twins. Which is probably good because it seems like Anne's spending her money on replacing things she's breaking. <laughs> or she's not even breaking them. The twins are. The one twin. Yeah. Davy. Yeah. Yeah, I just assumed she meant like her paychecks. Okay, that may- that makes more sense. I keep on forgetting that 
and like gets paid to be a teacher which like I'll yeah she's a 16 year old teacher she's just a 16 like in my head it's kind of like and I know I got paid for summer camp but like sometimes you don't get paid for summer camp it's like some sort of weird volunteer summer camp position <laughs> but she she is indeed a teacher so do you mean sometimes you don't get paid for summer camp like sometimes people work at summer camps that don't pay them or, like, you, the job you're working at for a summer camp that's supposed to pay you just sometimes didn't? Oh, no. It, it, the summer camp job always paid me. It was <laughs> okay. people work volunteer. Like, I knew people who would volunteer for summer camps. Yeah, I knew that, too. I assumed the first, like, the, the other one the, the first time, yeah. that you sometimes your camp just wasn't paying you. <laughs> and you accepted it, which I didn't question because we had a job where sometimes... They just forgot to pay us, and we let it go. Oh, 100%. I was our, boss, to... our boss was on it. Yeah, I was about to mention it. And then every once in a while, our boss, who was... I don't know how to describe him. But, but, he, <laughs> but was... He, he was like a, like a 50-something-year-old man. Like he, he was an adult who had his life together. Yeah, been yeah. Doing, been working much longer than us. Yeah. He would be like, have you girls gotten paid in a while? And he we would be like, like, I know I've been paid for a few months. <laughs> and he'd be like I'm on it <laughs> and then we'd get a big not not like a huge paycheck because like this job we were working we were only working like five or six hours a yeah week. it was very minimal that's why we, di- we didn't notice that we weren't getting paid yeah yeah like we weren't it wasn't like affecting our livelihoods a lot no um but it was funny every once in a while name redacted be like or <laughs> terrible I'm going to have to cut out so many names today. Every once in a while, um, our boss would just would just tell us, be like, I'm on it. You need to get paid. And then we'd get, it was kind of nice though, because then you'd get a bigger paycheck and it would feel yeah. like, it would feel like um, m- more money. Even though it's actually from like two months of coaching. <laughs> yeah. I'm um, to another chapter. Yeah, my only oh, thing, and we we said this before, but gosh, does Ellen Montgomery dislike the French? Oh, what did she? I can't remember. I didn't mark anything for these. Davy, if I ever catch you, at, this is Marilla. Davy, if I ever catch you at such a trick again, you'll be made made to wait for your meals till everyone else is done, like the French. Oh my God! Yes, I read that, and I was like, what? Heck? Yeah. Yeah. It... <laughs> Not good. Oh my gosh. I guess I didn't realize too. I should have expected it because it's a British colony. Yeah. At this time. But like that the in their prejudice against everybody who isn't them. But like, I knew that there probably wouldn't be a lot of settle- settlements in this period of, like, that were both French and English settlements, but I didn't realize that there was such a, like, hatred, which I guess kind of makes sense from the days of the Acadians, mm-hmm. but <laughs> no, not good. He was so optimistic about finding a life. He really was. And he didn't get the chance. Got him. Too bad. 
we haven't actually talked about this chapter what did happen in it yes any thoughts about her romance with and breakup with Stephen Irving it's pretty it's pretty sad I thought it was really cute though because they they were like obviously like childhood friends and all Mm -hmm. that when he was nine and I was six he took me out into the garden um and said that he had pretty well made up his mind to marry me when he grew up I remember that I said thank you and when he was gone, I told my mother very gravely that there was a great weight off my mind because I wasn't frightened anymore about having to be an old maid. How my poor mother laughed. So there is a lot of old maid slander in this chapter. There you is. have to just get that right out at the beginning. But I thought I thought that like her at six years old going in and tell her mother, it's so good. I found a husband. That's something I can keep off my brain. I don't have to worry about it for the next 10 years. I love that just like, yeah, this works for me. All is good. <laughs> yes, there is a lot of, there's a lot of old maid slander. My other note on that is when they're talking about it and Anne says to Miss Lavender, but you aren't an old maid. Old maids are born, they don't become. And then Miss Lavender goes, some are born old maids, some achieve old maidenhood, and some have old maidenhood thrust upon them. <laughs> Forgot about that. Yeah, I, I thought that was a funny line. That was funny. I, that did make me laugh. I just forgot about it. Yeah, a lot of old maid slander. We don't agree. We don't agree. I was going to say, we support the old maid lifestyle. We really do. Alicia, which type of old maid are you? Were you (laughs) born an old maid? Did you achieve old maidenhood? Or did you have old maidenhood thrust upon you? I think I was born an old maid. I think I achieved old maidenhood. (laughs) Honestly, I feel like, and maybe back then... It, it wouldn't be a good lifestyle because you need a man to support you because that's how society's set up. Yeah. I feel like you can be very ha- a very happy single lady through your life now. Apparently, I have no, like, actual, um, like, I don't know if this was an actual study that was ever done, but I keep on seeing people saying that unmarried women are the um, happiest people or something. But I, I'm always, like, very skeptical of happy people studies because I don't know how you quantify that. I don't feel very yeah. confident in that, but I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to spread that information. Yeah, I feel like if you don't want to get married, I support you in that. Not yeah. you specifically, Nicole, though I do. <laughs> I just mean people in general. You don't have to get married. You don't need a man. And, like, this has worked out. I know Miss Lavender doesn't think it's worked out. And like, I don't know what her life would have been like with Steve, Stephen Ir- Irving. But like, she's got the cool, like a cool, beautiful old house. Yeah. She's got like, like, she needs some people to come visit her more. But that mm-hmm. can be fun. You can make friends. She's the echoes. We didn't even talk about those. Yeah. Oh, God. my 
anything to say about her meeting Paul? Not a whole lot. I feel like I could have predicted they were going to get along. Yeah. I Do you know why I hope the romance happens for Miss Lavender and Stephen Irving? Is because I know that Paul's grandmother is trying her best. But Paul, Paul needs to be taken out of that house by somebody. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it is, he, he, he's a sensitive kid. And he needs more than cold porridge. Or, I guess it didn't say cold porridge, but more than porridge. Yeah. I always feel bad for him. Yeah. He's taking it in stride, though. Yeah. Like, he's kind of accepted, I feel like, is why. And even when Anne came, and he was like, I will not be having any, was it shortbread? Yes. I will not be having any grandma shortbread, but maybe we can convince Mary Jo to let you have some i if we tell her i will not have any maybe she'll cut some yeah i don't have any more notes for this chapter i don't either oh these were good overall though i'm starting to enjoy like i i feel strongly i'm going to enjoy the last i think we only have seven chapters left the last seven chapters of this Hmm. yeah i'm curious about how this wraps up and the things that haven't happened yet yeah looks like we're gonna we're gonna leave everybody hanging for a couple weeks but that's okay we know um we have lots of lots of things happening as i'm sure lots of other people do too it's summer yeah yeah no one's no one's gonna miss us for a few weeks yeah yeah okay thanks for listening Join us next time as we discuss chapters 24 to 27. If you'd like to hear more from us, you can follow our Instagram at Gals of Green Gables Pod or our TikTok at Gals of Green Gables Pod. I'm going to promote this TikTok till the day I die. (laughs) We have one. It might not be active, but I'm going to promote it. Um, or you can also send us an email at galsofgreengablespod at gmail.com. Uh, we always love hearing from everybody. And thanks for listening. Have a good couple weeks. Goodbye. Bye.